0: The Nicholson home was located on Union Street, not far from the schoolhouse, and its cobalt-blue exterior was a symbol of warm, happy times to Devon. She loved to visit here, having shamelessly invented excuses over the years. Now, as she lifted the brass knocker, Morgan's kisses began to fade from her thoughts. Rebecca, the buxom, white-haired housekeeper, opened the door. She smelled of cinnamon tea, and freshly baked bread. Miss Devon, it's good to see you. You get prettier every day. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm glad to see you, too. I brought this for your mistress. A birthday gift Nick ordered. Shh, it's supposed to be a surprise. Miss Temperance is abed again today, but you know that she has keen hearing why don't you just take that into the library? Oh no, wait, there's a visitor. Let me ask the master. Rebecca lumbered off, leaving Devon to gaze around the cozy, cream-colored stair hall. Temperance Nicholson, though sweet and gentle, was forever imagining herself stricken by some terrible illness. Devon was of the opinion that she simply enjoyed a life of leisure Tucked into bed with a novel and a tray of imported sweetmeats. Somehow she always managed a recovery in time for Sunday church, only to develop a new malady on Monday. Rebecca returned and said, You can go in, lass. You're just in time for tea. Devin picked up the hat box and sauntered down the hall to the library, only to stand paralyzed on the threshold. Two men stood up and Nick came forward to take her hand, which had gone cold as ice. Devin, do get a hold of yourself, he whispered, chuckling. With a flourish, he turned back to his guest and pulled Devin to the center of the room. My dear, I would like you to meet Captain Andre Raveneau. Andre, this is Devin Lindsay, my goddaughter. She is fascinated by the sea, so I knew she would enjoy a chance to converse with you. How do you do, mademoiselle? Raveno said, his voice deep, charmingly accented, and faintly amused. When Nick pinched her, Devon blurted, Oh, I am fine, and you? I am also fine. A fleeting grin flashed white against his tanned face. Rebecca arrived with the tea tray, which held three glasses, a decanter of brandy, and a small goblet of red wine. Devin always had wine at Nick's, one delightfully forbidden glassful. The distraction enabled her to find a chair and sit down. Nick returned to his desk, raveno to the red leather wing chair, and the tray was passed. How is your mother? Nick inquired, adding to the visitor, Devon's father, my good friend was lost at sea some years ago. Tragically, her brother was on board as well. Raveno turned steel gray eyes on Devon, and she felt her heart pound. I am sorry, he said. Oh, I appreciate. Flustered, she looked at Nick. Mother is worse than ever, I think. She's totally absorbed in the shop, working every minute there must be two dozen quilts and as many net canopies, all unsold. And still she makes more. She never mentions Papa or Jamie anymore, and hardly speaks to me. Doesn't even bother to nag about my behavior. Devon broke off, blushing. Ravino had been watching her with detached interest. She was the prettiest girl he had seen in months though sadly in need of grooming. Her cloud of burnished rose hair was loose and windblown, boasting a dried leaf on one side. The plain blue dress she wore was too small, though it did outline the high curve of her breasts well. But her face was simply enchanting. It had been a while since he had observed such fresh beauty. Sparkling blue eyes, dusty cheeks, and a mouth that enjoyed laughter. Ah, innocence, he thought, and allowed himself a lazy, cynical grin. His expression deepened Devin's blush,